Ebsfleet, Sidcup, Hawley, Newbarn, Baxley, Greenhithe. Your local Miskin Radio. Earth, wind and fire. I could almost be describing the contents of your pants, can I? Oh no, there it is, Boogie Wonderland. <laughs> oh, it's the Jogger Radio Show here on Miskin Radio. We're live until 10 tonight. Good evening. Uh, I've still got Andy Sowers with me. Say hello. Hello, and compliments to get you everywhere. So that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's true, yes. Um, and. We're in the middle. What are we in now? Storm Ewing. Ewing, yes. Yep. And before that, we had... Doris, because they do it by the letters of the alphabet. So we've had A, B, C, D. We've got E. The next one's going to be F. Yes. Now, we've had a, an idea for it, but I don't think we can actually use it, to be truthful with you. Can I mean, we not? Well, if you want to say it, you can. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the governor. You could have took off air. I'm not. <laughs> so if anyone's got any idea for the F one, um, you know... Half clean, it'd be nice. Uh, you can contact me, John, at Miskin Radio. No, in fact, it's the sympathetic email. Yes, John R. It's John R. Um, at MiskinRadio.co.uk. Or, of course, Facebook, um, Miskin Radio UK. Forwards on you. Facebook.com forward slash Miskin Radio UK. UK. Yeah, I knew. Just look up Miskin Radio on Facebook. Come on. You've all got phones. Where do I begin? That's it. And at Miskin Radio on Twitter. <laughs> right. So if anyone's got any idea of what the F we should call. Now that sounded like I'm swearing, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> that sounds like what I'm... should we call the next hurricane? Yes, thank that you. starts with the letter F. F. There we yeah. Because <laughs> we haven't got. A... No. <laughs> Anyway, oh, did you know, actually, it's the first day of spring at the Met Office tomorrow. Yeah, Is it? First day of spring tomorrow, yeah. Just at the Met Office. Yeah, at the Met Office. <laughs> For the rest of us normal people, it's the 21st of March. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Jaguar drivers, Britain's worst motorists, researchers found. Why? Why is this? Survey discovered 86% admit speeding. Mm-hmm. That's you. Uh, 71% regularly, regularly, regular, always fail to indicate, and half... Jump red lights. That's terrible writing, that. That's... 86%, <laughs> yeah, Add admit speeding. 71% uh, always fail to indicate and half jump red lights. Not 50%, half. Whoever wrote that got bored. <laughs> See, mate? Right, I've got this statistic. What he's actually realised is 86 plus 71 is 157. So now he's already blown the back, 100%, isn't he? So he's got to kind of kill it off the end and go, oh, and the rest of them don't like it neither. <laughs> He's absolutely killed that, hasn't he? Um, right, uh, Jaguar owners have now overtaken BMW to top the list of oh, shame. I don't know. Oh, yes. Being, I mean, being an ex there, I'll be an expert. I don't know. BMW, no, they're still worse. Um, careful, careful. Remember who you're talking to. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's not me. I drive a van, but she must be obeyed, as I like to call her. Um, she has got a BMW, and uh, yeah, she's terrible. <laughs> um, uh, she's not um, listening at this moment. Have you sent her out or something? Oh uh, no, she's out driving the BM. I know. <laughs> yes, she's just driving round and round roundabouts, not turning the indicators on. Um, moved to Milton Keynes. But they reckon none. Yeah, it's true. Ninety-two percent of Skoda drivers use mobiles at the wheel, Ooh. usually to call breakdown fitters. Uh, but in general, owners of Skodas, Volvos, and Nissans are least likely to break traffic laws. Hmm. Which town has got the worst motorist, do you reckon? Glasgow. 
Um, this was with um, 196%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all that to come after a group which my old mate Lewis saw. The Chainsmokers saw him at the Randass. Oh, yes. Yes, I was due to go, but uh, didn't go because it was a Sunday night and I was worried about getting home and having a bit of a sleep for work, you know, and uh, said, no, I didn't go. And my mate Nick was supposed to go and he didn't go neither um, because he was worried about getting home and uh, maybe having a bit of a sleep for work. Lewis, no friends. Is well, this uh, no, no Lewis went. Lewis went who doesn't give a damn about getting up for work. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, and, uh, he took his sister's night and, uh, yeah, friends, it was a great night. You know the Large Hadron Collider? Oh, what, Have you heard of this? Sweden, the thing that was going to create the black hole that we were all worried about. Ending That's the, the kitty, yes. Um, well, basically, it's been used for something else. You know old uh, Professor Cox, is it? Brian Cox? Yeah. Him who used to be in D-Ream, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm sure it was, he yeah. Did. He, well, he a, did. He used a, to be. Apparently, he's, uh, he's said um, that the particle collider has proved that ghosts don't exist. I don't know how. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how. Did you just imagine this collider going, knock once for yes, and twice for no. <laughs> As it goes around. Yeah, that's it. Did it have a vet fielding down there? A Derek Akura <laughs> sitting there going, a vet going, and running out everywhere. A Derek going, hang on, there's a dog. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Spots come back, Brian. Stay there. <laughs> Doris popped in. Doris Stokes is in the house. Doris Stokes. <laughs> but yeah, apparently... He said they haven't detected anything that could carry information about us after death. So, obviously, there's no email, no tweet, nothing. Um, he said, we're not here to debate the existence of ghosts, but they don't exist. Well. That's fair enough, isn't it? Basically, what they're saying is, is we, we produce patterns and there's no evidence that anything carries. So, what's next? What's next? Uh, uh, there'd be Brian Cox there. Hello there. Because that's how Brian Cox talks. Uh, we just worked out that Father Christmas ain't real, neither. He says it. And I know it's a special day, but Tooth Fairy don't exist, neither. You know? It's wrong, it's Tooth Fairy Day. Must exist. That's what I mean. He's got a special day, but he don't care. I think we need to shut down Brian Cox. I think he just wants a Brian Cox day. Do you reckon? Yeah. Please note, I said his first name first. I was going to say, yeah. no, that's wrong. <laughs> Along the gateway and across northwest Kent, it is, of course, Miss Skin Radio. Good evening, it's me, Johnny Reen, and that was another top-of-the-hour triple shot at Miss Skin Towers. When I say towers, I mean a porter cabin with a cab aerial attached to the roof. Um, we needed a name for the next storm front. Because we had Doris, and everyone got blown about by Doris, and we're currently in Ewing, and Ewing doesn't seem to be coming to much. Ewing just seems to be a bit aggravating. Um, but obviously, in the alphabet, we needed one for F. Now, Andy come up with one, and it's another one I can't use. We could have used it, but it just brought up too many things. Too many scary, scary topics that wouldn't have come through like, very well. You know, um, anything that starts with F um, and a storm front isn't going to bear well for the studio. So anyway, someone's... <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I'm trying so hard to ignore what Andy wrote down. Honestly, he's written it down a piece of paper and left it to my left. I have tried so hard just to not look at that. Um, but anyway, we've had someone come through once again on the text. Uh, didn't leave no details. Last number's 2-9. And they've said, how about Florence? 
Now, Florence sounds quite a nice name for a storm front, doesn't it? Yes, oh, oh, I got knocked right about by Florence. Yes, yes, that's right. I got blown up the road by Florence. I see, they're just still, it just all still sounds wrong. But I think out of all of them that we received, Florence at the moment is my favourite. If you think of any others, then please let us know once again. 01322 629 on the phone. At Miskin Radio on Twitter and Miskin Radio UK on Facebook. Let us know. Right now, though, let's hear from the lady whose namesake is currently blowing a recycling bin up the side of the A2. It's Florence of the Machine now and Dog Days on your gate with the great music, Miskin Radio. Obviously, today's Shrove Tuesday, also known as Pancake Day. So I've got a few facts. I've actually done a tiny bit of research into it. I've done actually 10 facts. I thought I'll do a, a special link you know, 10 interesting facts about pancakes. And then I started to read them, and I suddenly thought, these are really boring. So I'll, I'll only, like, pick just a couple of them. Um, yeah, this one, yeah. Pancake Day began as a way of using up eggs and flour before fasting for Lent. So obviously where they, they used to fast for Lent, and they used everything in the cupboard, where it nowadays... If you had to use everything in the cupboard, you'd be using, um, there'd be obviously eggs, flour, probably stale pasta, that tin of sweet corn over the back that you weren't quite sure how old it was, and the top of the tin went rusty, that one, yeah, that one there as well, yeah, uh, a half-used jar of ragu sauce that really should have gone in the fridge. Well, Oh, that squashed packet of really cheap crisps, you know, the one that went really flat, that you took out with you in your handbag, and then bought back home because you didn't eat them. Yeah, that one, that one as well, yeah, we can have that as well. And uh, as in my house, the Swiss roll, the, the little chocolate um, Swiss roll thing, you know, the little ones um, that someone's opened, taken half a bite out of and put back in the cupboard because they didn't want it all in one hit. So you can imagine what kind of pancake that would be. Yeah. Mmm. Didn't it make your mouth water? Um, what else as well? Last year, 129,886 bottles of Clark's maple syrup were sold in the UK on Pancake Day, which works out at 1.5 bottles every second for 24 hours. Are you drinking it? Really? A bottle and a half every second for 24 hours that people are drinking it. Very nice, yes. Just give me sugar and, and lemon because I always do it. I, you always cook the first one and you always mess that one up, don't you? So that one goes on the plate and while well, that's on the plate, you get a quick dash of sugar and lemon and you're eating that while you're cooking the next one. You roll it up and you put it on the plate and think, well, that's going to get cold. So I'll eat that as I'm cooking the next one. I to always top up with one on a plate at the end of it because I've eaten about 20 of the damn things all the way through cooking them, uh, I now feel sick. And then I eat one on the plate and I always feel cheated. You know, I'd love that plate full of pancakes, but I always, almost feel cheated that I've basically done the lot and only brought one to the table. But anyway, lots of other facts about pancakes. I'm not going to go into them. I really did. I looked this up and I've just realised just how boring it is. Mr. Radio. 